miserable little bag of puke. Nag, 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 nag. But unlike some people, I have a heart, goddammit. You're listening to the dirtiest motherfucker in Texas. Let me clear my throat! On Fat Guy Loves Cake. Good morning, or afternoon, or evening, or whatever it is, wherever you are, whoever you are. I am just grateful for you to be listening to Fat Guy Loves Cake. I'm Joey. I am the creator and host of your favorite podcast radio show ever. And I am so happy that you joined me. I am happy to say that subscribers are on the uptick on all platforms And that just makes me happy. Thank you so much, everybody that's listening. It's really great to know that people are listening and subscribing and wanting to hear more. I'm getting a lot of positive feedback. Kick ass. Thank you, guys. Tell your friends. I love doing this. I absolutely love doing it. I cannot tell you how happy it makes me to sit down and do a show. Every time I do a show, I think I'm going to have nothing to talk about, and I don't. Somehow, I do. I just love to hear myself talk. I really fucking do. I do. I have this app that came with this digital scale that I bought a year ago. It was something that I bought as part of like a I'm going to lose weight type of, you know, thing that I was going through. I bought ankle weights. I bought protein shake powder, which I still actually use. Love the stuff. I bought a digital scale and a regular scale. I actually bought the digital scale because I felt like the regular scale was lying to me. Like, I literally, like, when I got on the scale, I bought this really expensive one on Amazon. You know, like, one of those ones that, uh, like, you have to pay a quarter at the fair, you know, or, I I don't know. Maybe, probably no one knows what the hell I'm talking about. I know at some point in my life I've been somewhere where there was a fucking weight scale and it took a quarter, okay, or something. But this, I bought this scale. Looks like it could be a fucking meat scale. You know, it's got the little, uh, you know, long hand that spins around. It was not cheap. It's heavy, it's big, sturdy, and for what I paid for it, it should tell me the truth. And I got on it, and it said 270 pounds. And I said, you fucking lying, broken piece of shit. And so I immediately got on Amazon, and I ordered a digital scale, because I wanted to know my pounds, down to the point, whatever. And when that scale got here, well, wouldn't you know it, that son of a bitch was a liar too. No, it actually confirmed what the other scale said. So now I have two scales. But the digital scale came with this app. It's pretty cool. I get on it, and it starts reading my weight. And when it finally hits the number that it's happy with, it goes, ding, and then it sends it to my phone. And I hear my phone go, ew, boing. That's what it does whenever you've lost weight, I just discovered. See, like, every time that you weigh yourself, and you're less than the last time you weighed yourself, it makes this, like, dropping sound, you know, boing, like one of those bells that you hit with a hammer, again, at a carnival. I don't know why I'm talking about carnival so much. So, I haven't weighed myself in quite some time, and the last time that I weighed myself, I was 240. And so, I now that I've gotten back into this diet kick, again, I have, I decided that I was going to weigh myself And start monitoring my progress again like I did before. I weighed myself every single day when I was dieting. When I lost all that weight. And I opened the app and I got on the scale. And I stood on it. And I waited to hear the ooh, bing. I see the lights blinking confirming the weight. 
has been set. It has fixated on my exact weight to the point, whatever, and it's sending it to my app. But I don't hear the, ooh, bing. So I'm standing there waiting for that sound and nothing, nothing at all. And so I, I get off the scale and I pick up my phone and I put in my little swipey password and I, and I look at the app and it says, your weight has changed a lot. Is this the same person? <laughs> and I'm like, you sassy motherfucking app. I'm like, yes, it's fucking me. <laughs> it might as well have said like, Jesus Christ, you gained a lot of weight, fatty. What the fuck? We were doing so good, you fat fuck. Confirming my identity. Like, uh, Joey, I think a fat guy just stepped onto the scale. Uh, Joey, did you loan your scale to someone? Joey, can you set down the groceries when you weigh yourself? Joey, are you holding a small child? So, yeah. Today is January the 12th, and I am going to seriously lose weight. I have binged and binged, and I, 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 I'm tomorrow. Tomorrow's a very special date to me, January 12th, my grandmother's birthday. She would be 96. I mean... I say tomorrow because I'm recording Tuesday night, but you know what I mean. Today, for you guys, January 12th, this is my legit lose weight date. And I, I'm, I think I think I'm going to do it. So that's that. And also, this doesn't happen to me a lot, but I actually ran out of underwear to wear because I have not done laundry in so long. And so I had to wear a pair of underwear prior to upping the size of my underwear to compensate for the upping of the size of my body. So I put on an old pair of boxers and I can only describe it as like being strangled, but around the waist. It was so painful. Oh my God. And so I took a pair of scissors from the kitchen, you know, the kind that you cut meat with <laughs> and I cut the fucking waist <laughs> out of the boxers. <laughs> they were still too fucking tight. Like my thighs didn't get bigger. Was I always wearing tiny underwear? My thighs didn't get any bigger at all. So I'm saying I cut, instead of cutting like around the boxers, I, I cut a straight line down to where I've pretty much reached to the, like right above my kneecap. The boxers on each side are holding on for dear life by a few threads. At this point, I'm just wearing like rag bandanas around my thighs. Balls are still hanging out. And then I was like, fuck it. And I just put on some sweatpants until the laundry was done. It's little things like that that uh, are a real wake-up call. I do a lot of typing in my job, and uh, you know when you look at words and you know how they're spelled, but no matter how many times you spell them and then check your spelling or spell it the wrong way to see if it looks right, like at, no, at some point the word never looks right no matter how you spell it. And then when you look it up and you spell it like the way you spelled it the first time, it still doesn't look fucking right. And I have this problem... I use the words received, receipt, deceived, things like that a lot in my job. And it, it's E, it's, you know, like receipt, it's R-E-C-E-I-P-T. And I know that's the way it's spelled. I don't have to look it up. I know that's the way it's spelled. But every time that I spell it, I look at it and I go, I, am I fucking it up again? And I, I that made me think... This is your rabbit hole moment. I before E except after C. Was that not like the biggest fucking lie of our lives? 
You know, I mean, how many lies were we told growing up and ones that we were taught scholastically that have stuck with us our whole lives? I even saw like an entire Peanuts cartoon dedicated to I before E except after C. What the fuck does that mean? Who came up with that shit? Listen to them. I could, let, me, let me go right off the top of my head, like the amount of lies that I was told when I was growing up that, that were not true. Let's see. I before E except after C. Uh, peanuts are nuts. No, they're not. They're legumes. Uh, tomatoes are vegetable. No, it's fruit. Sugar makes kids hyperactive. No, the Journal of the American Medical Association debunked that in the 90s. And cavities. I think cavities are just a genetic flaw that you inherit. I mean, seriously. I, like, I used to brush my teeth with Oreos. I have not had a single cavity in my life. I've never even had any problems with my teeth. And the amount of sugar that I've pumped into this body, I should have full-blown diabetes. Diabetes. My name is Joey and i got diabetes. Diabetes. Pluto is a planet. Make up your fucking mind. You can't end sentences with a preposition. Why not the fuck? Or how about this shit? You're never going to just have a calculator on you. You know how teachers would say that shit when you, you like... You didn't want to learn math. You know, you hated math. I mean, I didn't hate math. Like, math game, very easy to me. Abtra uh, subtraction, addition, multiplication, uh, division. I do them all in my head. I've never needed a calculator for that. Anything, you know, fractions, percentages, I'm all good. It's just when things get into, like, algebra, geometry, trigonometry, and all that, I, I, I fall apart. I don't care. Once you add letters to the equation, I am out. Okay, but I remember my teacher would always say, well, you're not going to have a calculator on you, you know, all the time. Oh, fucking really? Uh, well, let's see. My smartphone has a calculator. My smartwatch has a calculator. There's a fucking calculator in my room. What a, what a bunch of bullshit. I could, never, I could never have predicted that, but somehow I knew they were going to be wrong. You know, while I'm on it, while I'm on the subject, here we go. I'm going to Google something. I'm going to go, lies parents tell their kids. Let's see what I come up with. I'm going to pick a list and, okay, here we go. 19 lies parents tell their kids. Okay. I'm just going to read the ones that I disagree or agree with I've ever heard. Okay, let's see. Uh, that drawing is fantastic. Yeah. I see <laughs> when your kids bring you, like, the worst drawing in the world and you're like, what is this piece of shit? And you're supposed to, like, what, hang on to it for how fucking long? You know what's funny is if your kids give you a piece of art and you save it, like, the day you throw it out, they're going to ask where it is. You know, you've got, you're holding on to, like, that one turkey hand from when they were three. They come home one day, they're 16, and they're like, you know that turkey drawing I did for you? Where is that? I'd love to see that. That was pretty awesome. And then you tell them, oh, well, I've... I don't know, you know, or I, or you just be honest, but like I threw it away, and then they're like, well, "Why? Why would you throw that away? It meant everything to me. It's how I felt about you with the little turkey hand." <laughs> it's just a turkey hand. Maybe you just say, "I don't, I don't know, I don't know where that art project went." Are you sure you didn't take that? Are you sure you didn't get rid of it? This one says, my phone is dead. I, I've never had that experience. I don't... They, my, if I asked my parents to play with a phone when I was a kid, they would just unplug it from the wall. 
And then I'd sit there and go, yeah, I know anyone under the age of 30 is going, what's that fucking sound he's making? What is that? It's called a rotary phone. Would you like me to pause so you can look it up? A rotary phone. I'm not that old. You're old. Me bringing up a rotary phone is probably like, I don't even know what it's like. What the hell could you even compare it to? Like if my grandfather said, oh yeah, I, I sent my buddy a telegram. I mean, I know what a telegram is. I've known what a telegram is since I was a kid. I watched the Three Stooges growing up. If you don't know what a telegram is, it's when you pay someone to send a letter to someone personally. You open the door, they go, a telegram for Mr. Smith. And he goes, yeah, all right, what is it? What is it? Ah, it's from your sweetheart. She says, I love ya. That'll be a nickel. That's a telegram. You can get singing telegrams. Hello, my honey. Hello, my darling. Hello, my ragtime girl. So anyway, yeah, I had a rotary phone. You unplug it from the wall. You let your kids play with it. Because my parents also used to let us, like, chew on their car keys. And we found out later on that causes spinal meningitis. We were tough. Let's see. We can't have a cat because you're allergic to them. No, I was never told that. The dog ate your candy. No, I was never denied candy. Babies are made when two people really love each other. I had never had the nuts to ever ask my parents a single thing about sex. And I never wanted to know. And my fears of what I might be told were completely confirmed when I was in my 20s, and one day my mother started talking about how much my dad liked to go down on her. And then I realized that I would never like to speak to my mother again until I had years of therapy under my belt. But apparently that did no good because here I am talking about it. Yuck. Santa's watching. Santa's not going to come if you don't poop in the potty. Santa knows if you're bad or good, blah, blah, blah. This is a horrible... Horrible lie. I think especially, hear me out on this, you know, and I'm not going to, this doesn't matter what you believe, okay? So this is, I'm going to say this in, with absolutely zero intention of offending anyone who is a believer in Jesus. But if you're raised in a Christian family and you tell your child to believe in Jesus and you also tell them to believe in Santa and then when they get older they find out that Santa's not real, how are they supposed to put a whole lot of stock in believing that Jesus is when they can't meet either one of them? That's not cool. And it's Christians who celebrate Christmas. I mean, I'm sorry, but right off the bat, with my son, when he was a kid, I told him, I said, dude, there's no Santa, okay? Santa's like, uh, he's a fun thing, like a symbol of Christmas, okay? Daddy buys your gifts. Daddy goes to work. Daddy brings home a paycheck, puts a roof over your head. And buys you all this shit. Yes, I know you have a lot of toys. Daddy likes toys too. That's why you have so many. Because Daddy can act like a kid again. But there is no Santa. When you open that shit, I don't want you going, Oh, Santa's the man. Santa's the shit. Look what Santa brought me. And telling all your fucking friends. No. When you talk to your friends and they say, Oh, what'd you get? And you go, Oh, I got an Xbox 360. You say, From my daddy. Oh, did Santa bring that to you? Fuck no, Santa's not real. Tell all them five-year-olds. I don't give a shit. Let those parents come after me for being the one responsible for that. I'm doing those kids a favor. Jesus Christ, the tooth fairy? I'm so, I actually believed as a child that some 
whatever. I don't know what the Tooth Fairy looked like because I'd never seen pictures. There were, we didn't, you know, no one decorates for Tooth Fairy Day, so I didn't know. For all I know, Tooth Fairy is some bald white guy in tights with a tutu, and he's sneaking into my fucking room after I fall asleep. He's taking my teeth, and he's leaving money. And what's he doing with these fucking teeth? What is he doing? Why is he collecting teeth? As a five-year-old, my brain wasn't processing these kinds of things. If this was something that someone told me as an adult for the first time, like, yeah, dude, here, like, if I moved to another country and it was, like, a thing, you know, like, like, uh, Mexico, all right, you know, like, they have the chupacabra, it's a legend, you know, America has the Bigfoot, the Yeti, you know, Scotland has Loch Ness, you know, there's, what if I moved to some completely, you know, unknown little country, you know, Black Blackistan, smack dab in the middle of Europe, population 1,000, and then they tell me this folklore about a tooth fairy. Oh yeah, you lose a tooth, you put it under your pillow, it leaves you a buck. Well, as an adult, I'm thinking, okay, that's breaking and entering, that's fucking creepy, that is some sort of guy who has an obsession with teeth. What is he doing with them? Is he taking him home and he's putting them in the mouths of stuffed squirrels? So they look funny and more human-like? Is he making, like, little Gary Busey-esque taxidermied fucking raccoons? Why does he want my teeth? If I thought for real that if I lost a tooth, that this man would be breaking into my house to reach under my head and take it in the middle of the night, I'd be sleeping with my fucking handgun. Tooth fairy. Easter bunny. Actually, my parents never lied to me about the Easter bunny. I don't think I would have ever believed it anyway. But there was a time when I really thought that the uh, Tooth Fairy existed. I believed all those things my parents told me, but it was never like what this says. Not because, like, I need to poop in the potty. My parents never had to bribe me to poop in the potty. I was, like, people who know me in real life, in person, they know, like, all these little, like, quirky things about me. And one of them you will know is, like, germs and washing my hands and being clean. And I would have never been okay with shitting my pants at any age. Like, my mother told me that when I was a kid and I played in Little League, that if I ever had to slide and I got my pants dirty, that I would cry. And I'd, I'd like, leave the game. And I believe that. That sounds exactly like something I'd probably do as an adult. Like, if I was wearing brand new, starched, white-as-snow baseball pants, and then somehow I got a freaking orange dirt spot on my knee, then I would be furious. I'd probably take them off and, like, shred them and throw them in the trash and leave the game in my underwear. Anyway, I'm getting getting off topic a little bit here, but let's see. I wish I'd known this one. The toy store is closed. I never thought to ever say that, but I never lied to my kids. My son, I mean, he's 16 now, but I never lied to him. I never said, uh, oh, look at this list here. Uh, the toy slash candy store slash Disney World is closed. Who does that? Uh, I'm sorry, son, but uh, Disney Little World is closed. There were terrorists. There was a shooting. The toy store is closed. Uh, it's noon. Why would they be closed noon on a Monday? Uh, Jeffrey the Giraffe's got herpes. Uh, let's see. We're all out of ice cream? Who the fuck says that? No. Can I have some ice cream? Nope. Do we have some? Yep. Well, I go to bed. You're probably going to need it. Yep. I also fucking paid for it. Go to bed. Let's see, it's a tie. Us men, us grown men, we are generally very competitive. Even when you're playing with someone who is 30 years your junior. I mean, look, if I'm playing something with a bunch of kids, like let's say 
like me and like seven of my friends are playing dodgeball against a bunch of eight-year-olds. There's like five, that's me and five of my friends and five eight-year-olds, plus six eight-year-olds, whatever. The teams are even, okay? Adults versus eight-year-olds. Do you think I'm going to go easy on them? Fuck no. I'm going Adam Sandler, Billy Madison. Now you're all in big, big trouble. And I am going to destroy those eight-year-olds. Like, that hurts! Oh, well, fucking that toughen up. I don't know what to tell you, Chief. You got six grown men throwing fastballs at children who can barely pick up the cat. <laughs> You're throwing 60-mile-per-hour rubber balls. I mean, there's a reason why this is no longer allowed in school, which I agree with, and I'm not even close to being progressive. But I agree, dodgeball should not have been allowed in school. I remember we played, one day there was this girl, you know how you start, you're on one end, the other team, you're at the wall, you're facing each other, and then they blow the whistle and the balls are all in the middle of the floor and you just go running for the balls and you try and grab one before the other person. And I was in PE and I'm running for the ball and this girl is, she's got these like huge glasses on, big thick glasses. We're both running for the same ball and I beat her like by a good six feet. I pick up that ball, and she's putting on the brakes, so she's kind of bending down in my direction, kind of almost at the halfway court line, and I fucking smoked her. I threw that ball, and it hit her right in the temple, and hit those glasses, and they went flying through the air like 30 feet in a rainbow arch. It was majestic, you know, just... I can still see it in my head. You know, it was just... Fucking glorious. And I didn't get in any trouble for that. It was part of the game. I did, however, get my ass kicked by one of her guy friends later on that day. Like, legit got my ass kicked. That's not the kind of story I like to tell on Fat Guy Loves Cake. That was skinny guy plays pranks. Skinny guy gets beaten up a lot. That's an old podcast. <laughs> You know, and speaking of P.E., I, had, I was thinking about this the other day because I was on this, like, 80s kick. Oh, my God, I'm always on an 80s kick. I, I have to do a show about the 80s, but I'm not prepared because this is one thing that I actually do want to be completely prepared for so that I don't miss anything when I do talk about the 80s, which is highly unlikely. It's probably going to be, like, a two-part, four-hour episode. So I was listening to a bunch of 80s while I was at my desk working, and... I put, I just, you know, with my remote, I just did a, a voice search. I said, 80s playlist, or 80s new wave playlist. And so as it's playing, one of these, this song comes on that I haven't heard in forever. Uh, it's it's a song by Paul Lakakis, and it's called Boom Boom. And like, now it's a tame song, considering, I mean, you know, you everything that's on the radio now, especially hip-hop and shit, like, even the tamed-out versions of that is, like, so fucking filthy by 80 standards. When I was in, I don't know, 5th, 6th grade, Wilkerson Elementary in the Woodlands, we had P.E. out in the parking lot a lot. There was a lot of students. And they would let us just run rampant in the parking lot. We had four square, whatever. As long as we just stayed within the boundaries. And one of the coaches... He'd back up his pickup, put the tailgate down, and he had these speakers, I guess, from home that he had plugged into his stereo, and he would play the local radio station, the pop station at the time. And that was awesome. We had we were 80s music jamming. We're all in our fucking awesome 80s clothes. 
running around, being kids, loving life. Well, this song by Paul Lukakis comes on, boom, boom. It goes, boom, 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 let's go back to my room so we can do it all night and you can make me feel right. And I'll never forget that the the PE coaches, now mind you, you gotta picture this, they're all wearing those awesome coach shorts, you know? Like, I've been trying to fucking buy some of these, but they are so hard to get a hold of. But, you know, the coach shorts, they always had the white shirt on tucked into the coach shorts, fucking socks pulled all the way up with the stripes, awesome. Total 80s, 70s. This Boom Boom song comes on. None of us have ever heard this song before. And it comes on. I guess it's like new or whatever. And we're all like, and the whole student body stops. We're like, what? It's all boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my room. And I'm like, the coaches go into this full sprint. And the parking lot was all gravel. I mean, not like like just gravel, but I mean, it was gravel-y. You know, like a parking lot tends to be sometimes. And you can hear the rocks kicking out from under their feet as they are sprinting towards the pickup to turn the radio off. And that was, uh, that was pretty, pretty, pretty funny. No, I thought it was. Mr. Herbert. Paging Mr. Herbert. <laughs> let, me, let me play a clip of it for you real quick. This is the chorus. Here, listen to this. So imagine that your kids are, I don't know, fifth grade, what is that, nine, ten? Would you be okay with your kids listening to that song? I don't know. I, I don't know. At this point, I didn't realize how fucking adult Family Guy is until I watched it with my seven-year-old son when he was seven. Like, I, it just never crossed my mind. I am a filthy bastard. And, you know, that there's not like a thing in this world that would surprise me at this point because uh, humans have seen it all and done it all. So when Family Guy's playing, you know, every now and then you're just like, hey, yeah, that's, that's kind of funny, but you don't think anything of it. Meanwhile, on the screen, people are sticking things in their asses and farting and talking about really adult topics that they don't really, like, use code for. Like, they just outright talk about it. And I thought, man, I, gotta, I, I, can't, I can't let you watch this. That's terrible. Learn about that shit like I had to. You steal magazines from an adult. There was no internet in the 80s. You understand? I mean, there was, but it was not worldwide. It was not even nationwide. I learned about sex from my friends. And my friends learned about sex by lying. That's how we learned about sex. We all just kept lying to each other. I had HBO, so I knew a few things. I saw porkies. But for the most part, we all thought that you had to pee in a woman to get her pregnant. When I was in third grade, my only friend, other than Aaron, and a few other people, was this guy Chip. And Chip had this older brother who was in high school. Now, we were seven or eight years old. And I learned from Chip what a condom was, but he always called them rubbers. I still had no idea that what it, what it was supposed to do. I think... We just thought so you wouldn't catch crabs. And I still didn't know what crabs was till I was like 30. But Chip had this 
16-year-old brother that went to high school, and he would always come and brag about how many girls he'd get. He'd go, oh yeah, my brother's always got a new girl in his bedroom, and he's got like a, a whole bowl of condoms on, the, on, his, uh, on his nightstand, you know, because he's like, he's having sex so much. And I was like, no way, man. And then like we went into, to, into fourth grade. Let's see, what was I? I was eight in and, and third grade. So, we, so we're nine years old and we're going into fourth grade. We come back from summer vacation and, you know, Chip's like, so what'd you do all summer, you know? He's like, did you get laid? And I'm like, oh yeah, totally, man. Yeah, at camp. He's like, yeah, me too, bro. And then like everyone's talking about like, yeah, yeah, totally, bro. Yeah, I got laid. Yeah, this chick, you know, that I was in Idaho and like we were skiing and, uh, and she, uh, yeah, she let me put my thing in her belly button. It was awesome. We were all lying so fucking much that we were afraid to say that someone was telling something wrong. Like, that's how the whole peeing in a woman thing started. This kid that I went to school with, he came to school one day and he said, he goes, you know when you have sex with a woman that you have to pee inside her? And we were all like, shut up. No, you don't. Shut up. And then like, but like every one of us was like, wow, does he, do you? Is that real? Do you really have to do that? You know? And then, like, we never questioned it. And from then on, it was like, that was a thing. Oh, you're sticking your dick in your belly button? We never said dick. It was your thing. Your dong. Your wang. Your tallywhacker. You were good. <laughs> you were good. We didn't know. I didn't even know words like vagina and twat and things like that existed. You know, if someone had said cock or dick or even probably penis, I don't think I ever heard that word until I was, like, a teenager. It's nobody ever said it in movies, and nobody ever said it to me in life. By the time I lost my virginity, I had so many myths debunked. <laughs> I, whoo, man, that's uh, that's not important. That's not what the listeners want to hear, Joey. They didn't want to hear about that. But anyway, nine-year-olds. This is what I was talking about. Boys lie. We're conditioned to at a very young age. Nine years old. No, nine-year-olds aren't having sex. Nine-year-olds are not having male and female nine-on-nine consensual sex. That's not happening. (laughs) Oh, man. TV really does fuck you up. You gotta talk to your kids. I know now. Like, if my son ever asked me anything... I'd tell him. I wouldn't be gross about it, and I wouldn't tell him stories and brag. You know, like, Daddy, what's a three-way? Well, let me tell about a time your mother and I were out drinking, and this woman approaches us, and then before you know it, I've got my legs behind my head. If my son, you know, I always told his mother, if my son came up to me and he said, Dad, have you ever done drugs? I'd say, yes, I have. And I learned the hard way that uh, I did not like them, that they have a very negative effect on your life, can cause a lot of bad shit to happen to you. Dad, did you ever drink? Yes, I drank a lot. It ruined a lot of things in my life. I lost a lot of friends and jobs, and it was stupid. Some people can do it, some people can't. You have to find out for yourself. Not going to lie to them. My father did that to me, something awful. I was so fucking mad when my mother started telling me stories about my father. He told me when I was a kid, my father said, if I ever catch you using drugs, I'll disown you. And then my mother, here I am, I turned 40 and my mom's like, really? Oh, your dad smoked grass so much I almost broke up with him. He was like a fucking smokestack all the time. Always high on grass. 
And I was like, God damn it, man. And I felt so guilty about doing it behind his back. So if you're going to have kids, if you have kids, if they're young, don't fuck them up. Tell them the truth. That's Fat Guy Loves Cake. The more you know. And the star goes over my head. That's my advice to you parents out there. That's free for you. Okay, that's enough for me, and everybody have a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday. I love you all so much, you awesome, awesome people. Remember, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, Fat Guy Loves Cake loves you. We'll see you on Friday. Little cars all over the floor Crayon drawings on the door Thomas tracks all in my bed Hockey stick to the side of my head Chasing cats under the tree While his night bus full of pee He can make me crazy, yeah But he don't care at all Hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch What you doing? What you doing? Inside your room, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, what you doing? What you doing? Inside your room, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, what you doing? What you doing? Inside your room, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, what you doing? What you doing? Inside your room, just everything is to pretend. Where Cranky really needs his friends, loves to watch his Hot Wheels race. Says get out my fucking face. Really likes to suck his thumb Always eats his mommy's gum He can make me crazy, yeah But he don't care at all Hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch What you doing? What you doing? Inside your room Hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch What you doing? What you doing? Inside your room Hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch What you doing? What you doing? Inside your room, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, hey Murdoch, what you doing? What you doing? Inside your room. Hey,